podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. If you see them inside, it's probably too late. Termites, that is. Notorious timber tooth Ted and his swarm of outlaws are always on the trail to the next meal, which might just be your house. But these home wreckers are no match for Terminex. With quick draw expertise and specialized training guaranteed to protect your home. That's been the truth around here for 75 years, and it ain't gonna change. Visit TrustTerminex.com to keep these pesky outlaws dead or outside. Hear that? That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado's 2.7 liter high output turbo engine, delivering 430 pounds per foot of torque with no compromise durability. Impressive power, whether you're helping friends move or just moving some friends. Thanks! This is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to enjoy the ride. And most importantly, this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today for a test drive. Find your Silverado and find new roads. Chevrolet. Are you a winger under the age of 25? Are you tired of consistent game time, coherent planning and supportive environments? Well, why not sign for Chelsea FC? At Chelsea, we have a growing list of the world's most expensive young attackers who have all bought into our totally clear and transparent project. The benefits you will receive upon signing your 8 plus 1 plus 1 plus 1 plus 2 year deal are West London, London, Harrods, The Tube, Cobham Coffee Trips with Rhys James, a cult of stands online and maybe after an injury crisis some actual game time. All of this can be yours by having under 2,000 senior minutes and a good Twitter comp. So what are you waiting for? Sign on now. Terms and conditions apply. Common graduates are not permitted. You may be bought 45 million only to be loaned to Blue Coat Park Strasbourg before being sold on for a profit in 12 to 18 months. This not actually made. This advert was not actually made by Chelsea FC. Hello there guys, what is going on? Daniel Childs back here again for another show. Hope you're doing well. It is Monday. Is it a happy Monday? I, I think it is slightly happier than last Monday because we are nearly at the end of this international break but still some stuff to speak about i think in terms of what you guys submitted for the questions some really big topics to delve into if you are new around here and we, we do have a bit of housekeeping firstly uh, i want to speak a little bit about the chelsea legends game hats touched on that because it was such a wonderful evening at stanford bridge over the weekend and then we'll delve into your questions uh, but firstly in regards to the channel, if you are new around here, please hit that like button. Really does help the show out. Really easy way to support the channel too. If you hit that subscribe button, hit those notifications uh, so you don't miss any of the content on the channel as we get back into Chelsea playing some Premier League football. And as well, share it with your friends. Another great way to support the show. There is a new way to support the show uh, financially. Obviously, I know times are tough absolutely but if you can contribute something to the show um, i've set up a buy me a coffee page um really to do similar to the likes of patreon there will be a membership tier like a specific membership tier that you can sign up to uh, that is going to give you some exclusive content maybe like this t-shirt exclusive merch in the future but just for now you can go on that page and if you have something to spare this month to to help the show if you enjoy what i do here want to see more content want to see it getting bigger and better this season please do go link in the description box below any support is greatly appreciated along with those that we've said already sharing the page liking the videos commenting interacting all that stuff is greatly appreciated so just wanted to say that buy me a coffee son of chelsea link in the description box below but let's talk about the chelsea legends game quickly uh, because it was such a wonderful evening 
uh personally as well being there with my family and uh all of us of course having you know generations of Chelsea fans there and and you know seeing the legends throughout that period and 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 what it meant to to everyone there at Stamford Bridge um I thought the tone of the night was just wonderful it, it's something the the mood inside Stamford Bridge was always going to be positive it was always going to be friendly it was always going to be happy and upbeat because it wasn't a competitive game and it was so much about celebrating and remembering the life of Gianluca Vialli. And I thought the the song Ernest Dorma before the game was a tearjerker. I, I think many people were getting very emotional. It was such a, a wonderful way to start the evening. And then, of course, seeing JT score, seeing Michael Essien score, seeing Gianfranco Zola. I mean, to, to grasp how big a player Gianfranco Zola is in our history... Everyone in the stadium was like standing in applause because they thought he was coming on the pitch in the second half. He came on for like the final, you know, five minutes or whatever. Uh, but he was just going to warm up down the touchline. But it, literally the whole crowd was like standing. It shows you how much Gianfranco means to Chelsea Football Club. Just all round, um, it was probably the best night inside Stamford Bridge I've experienced in years. I think, you know, people I've spoken to since have said maybe the, the Juve 4-0 under Thomas Tuchel and I... I don't think that's a you know a, a radical suggestion. I mean, other than the Borussia Dortmund game last season, I mean, the going Stamford Bridge is just it's not the same experience, and it's um, it kind of shows you what Chelsea were. Maybe Chelsea can be in the future, but wonderful to celebrate and remember the life of Viali, who is such a cherished figure in the, in the history of Chelsea Football Club, and the fact it was going to a good cause too helped and 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 made the the night even more memorable. But then also the players that contributed to it. It was just it was lovely. Let's get into your questions now. Um, I think the first place to start because it's been such a big topic I've seen over this international break is regarding Mikhail and Mudrik. We've got two questions about Mudrik here, so we'll read them out. This is from uh, Matt TH3846, who asks, could Mudrik go out on loan in January with Carney and Nkunku coming back to get the minutes he desperately needs or would the club be too proud to send someone out that they've spent such a large sum on? That's the first question. Second one here, uh, this is from Sergio Short, is the toxic negativity of Chelsea fans getting to Mudrik, especially considering his family and friends' lives are literally in danger back in Ukraine? There is quite a bit to say about Mikhailo Mudrik. I can't say I watched the game. I'm going to throw my hands up here. I saw the two goals because we were lucky enough to be in hospitality over the weekend for that Legends game and it was on the screen. So I saw the two goals. Can't really comment about the whole game. Can't really comment about Mikhailo Mudrik's performance. But I think in an overall perspective, there is something to be said about Mikhailo Mudrik. And I think these questions go right to the heart of what's going on around Mudrik at the moment. I do think I am guilty of forgetting that personal side of Mikhailo Mudrik and what he and many other people from Ukraine who have who maybe of course left left the country those who have people still in the country what that means and how much that is impacting him personally it's hard for me to sit here and quantify that because I don't know him personally I haven't had a conversation with him you don't know the ins and outs. And I, I think that's a that's a difficult one to answer and what he may be going through. You know, you think about the trials and tribulations of being a young player, moving for big money, moving to another country, another culture, and being a player still finding out who you are on the pitch. That's difficult for anyone, you know, but not coming from a country that has dealt with what Ukraine has with the invasion over the past uh, 12 to 15 to 18 months, right? It's 
on top of that, that obviously makes it difficult. So there's that side to it, the personal side that I think people need to appreciate. The second side, I, I can't see him going on loan because of that investment, just the politics of it. I mean, I think it's what probably stopped Callum hudson Doy going on loan. The fact that we handed him such a big deal. Um, you know, the idea that only, you know, a year would not be since we signed, signed him from Shakhtar for such a big fee. You're sending him out on loan. I don't think that's going to be likely. And I do just want to say on Madrid, he is a raw player. And that was always the thing that I concerned I, I was concerned when Chelsea signed him. And you can go back and watch the footage that I posted on this channel, my, my thoughts back in January. I think it was the morning of when he was presented for the first time at Stamford Bridge back in January of the environment, of the environment not being great for a raw player who still had a lot of... Constant Contact's marketing tools and technology make it easier than ever to drive big results for your small business. From list growth and email to SMS and social media, it's all powered by advanced automation and AI capabilities that help you grow your business more effectively. Plus, we've got the reporting you need to see what's working and what's not, so you can adjust along the way. Constant Contact is the digital marketing solution you need to keep up, excel, and grow. Try it for free today at constantcontact.com. Ways to go and maybe if he'd moved to Arsenal instead, a more settled environment, he would have maybe found his feet quicker. We don't know that that's an alternative timeline. This is the timeline he's on. And I also think it's about, you know, understanding and appreciating that if you're going to make that long-term investment, you have to commit to that player. You have to understand that that player is going to go through some difficulties and are Chelsea fans willing to appreciate that? I do think Chelsea Youth makes a really good point here in terms of there are some people who are willing to give players like Mudrik and other expensive signings in recent years all the time in the world to develop. But an academy graduate, someone who's come through Cobham, not as lenient on that. I think that's a fair point to point out. It's maybe some hypocrisy. I don't think that's the case for everyone. I've seen having a conversation, a good faith conversation about Mikhail Mudrik in a sense that I personally think, even if I am, you know, advocate for, for academy products coming into the first team, I do think this is a very talented player, someone who clearly has some attributes that could make him a devastating player. I think his decision-making is really erratic. I guess the big point here is, you know, you need to give a player, any player of that age, minutes to make those mistakes. He isn't going to be able to do that just off the pitch, sitting on the bench, despite what Pochettino may be able to do on a training pitch. You know, all the, the stuff I've heard about him maybe being too dedicated in the gym or whatever. Whether that's true or not, I, I think that the, the reality is, just in my experience as a, as a fan, not someone who watch, who, who works in the game, for me, it's about those minutes. It's about those consistent minutes on the pitch, week in, week out. Hopefully, he can get those under Mauricio Pochettino. That's when we're going to find out whether Mikhailo Mudrik is the player some people think he is or he's not. That We aren't going to find that out with him staying on the bench for months and getting cameos off the bench. We're, we're never going to find that out, and, and hopefully we will in the coming months if he does get that left-wing spot that many people think he will get if he impresses. Moving on now uh, to an academy question from Ollie Taylor. He says, are you, how worried are you about our business model of selling our academy graduates and viewing them as a pure accounting profit? Does this mean we can only buy Osman next year or does this mean the academy staff leave and we feel no emotional connection to players on the pitch? Ollie, I think this is a this is a great point. And this is something that I am deeply concerned by after the summer we have just seen. 
and hearing what I have, reading reports and just understanding what Chelsea's new ownership and their approach to this is. I would not be surprised in two to three years if there are barely any academy players in the first team because we saw over the summer Conor Gallagher, Trevor Chalabar, Ian Matson consistently either having offers come in for them, the potential of Ian Matson going to Burnley with an obligation to buy next summer. You know, Chelsea, as reports, you know, Matt Law on deadline day, Chelsea agreed to that deal. It was Ian Matson who stepped in and said no. Um, Tottenham even coming in for Conor Gallagher. I think we have to see how this thing develops, but I would not be surprised. You know, you've seen Mason Mount leave. You've seen um, Lewis Hall leave. It, it feels like to me with the acquisition of so much young talent that hasn't been developed internally, knowing the the accounting trick that you get, of course, of, of having pure profit, that's always, you know, something that unfortunately, whether we like it or not, is a reality within modern football. And unfortunately, I think Chelsea are going to try and capitalise on that. I think from a pure footballing value, like what does the squad need? players own performances I think there's been so many examples over the past few years that actually the academy players have offered more have been more of a benefit to Chelsea's first team when playing than not over others that we've probably spent too much on but I I have that concern to you and I I don't think it's gonna unless Chelsea win this is the trade-off right and this was the trade-off during the Roman years if Chelsea win titles consistently if we see brilliant players sign for the club who on the pitch are providing world-class output whether that be an Eden Hazard a Diego Costa a Cesc Fabregas just going to the period in N'Golo Kante the period you know before this takeover you go further back than that to the likes of Didier Ashley Cole Petr Cech um, Frank Lampard you, you see players and we saw some of them on Saturday the likes of uh, Michael Essien as well when you see players bought and they perform to an outstanding level and they're, they're ones we love they're lo- ones we love watching and they turn out to be wonderful players that lead us to titles I think that pain of maybe academy inclusion into the first team will hurt some fans like myself but at the same time you're seeing your team win and you can't complain about that like it's still wonderful to see a team lift trophies if your team is not winning trophies if there's no coherent plan your your season ticket prices are going up and you see nothing to cling on to in the first team that represents Chelsea or even a, a sign that the academy players who have been with the club since the age of eight and nine and people maybe who can't grasp why that's important you know I think it's it it's obvious right it, it's having that connection that you want to have to your club um that's that's the big trade-off and whether this ownership can provide that if they are going to sell off a lot of academy players that's going to create a difficult conversation i think for a lot of supporters and and the way they look at this current ownership final question another striker here uh from jerry do you think Breuer will be fit enough to play after the international break and when he is fit can you see him playing striker and jackson the 10 on the first point um he looks closer now he is starting to play development football as well so that usually is an indicator that he's he's going to be ready for some senior football soon and be ready to go which is great because uh, you know Breuer I think he's such a raw talent I think he's going to give good competition for the front line and hopefully can remind people even after this long-term injury why he excited us at the start of last season um, I think he's going to be phased back in with the formation thing and, and with what Pochettino's doing. I'm not sure because, I mean, we know Jackson can play actually out wide. 
um, not just up front, obviously, with his speed. Um, I think it's more likely that Breyer and Jackson are, are, are fighting for one place rather than both of them being on the pitch. We may be proven wrong on that. I think the 10, I'd like to see Conor Gallagher fight for that place whilst Nkunku isn't there. And hopefully by October, Chukwameka is back in, in the fray. And obviously he was kind of playing that advanced role before his injury for Pochettino. And I think Poch likes him as a player. So I think he'll fill that role more more, more likely. And also Breyer, he's been out for a very long time. He got injured before Christmas in 2022. So we're going to have to phase him back in. So to expect him to go in, you know, full guns blazing is going to be probably unrealistic. So I think he'll be he'll be rotating with Jackson in that kind of number, number um, nine position to begin with. That is it for today's edition of Added Time. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to watch it or listen to it on the podcast. Please do, if you're listening to us on the podcast, give us a positive rate and review and share that round too. Share the video around. You can follow me on X at Son of Chelsea. Links for everything else regarding Son of Chelsea, how you can support the show and the social links in the description box below. And I will see you again very soon. All the best. Podcast Network.